I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer? keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. The next person to talk will be named Seth. Goddamn you. (laughs) (laughs) How did you do this? (laughs) My name is Mark. Marky. Seth. I'm Seth. <laughs> Fuck. How did he do this? Wizard of Mice. Yeah. The next person in the talk's name will be Smith. Fuck! <laughs> and that's the voice that makes you moist. Smith. <laughs> Actually, yeah, quite the opposite with that voice. Oh, we've um, clearly gone delirious. Yeah, Ugh. we have. Because oh. we were just talking about... We were, yeah, talking. we were just watching this Eddie Murphy special, and now we're all delirious. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, we were talking about a video game called Drakengard. Um, oh, boy. Which, in case anyone has never has played, most of y'all probably haven't played Dragon Guard. It's a game I've only ever experienced through stories from these two. I've never seen it on YouTube. I've never seen it played. I've only ever heard these two talk about it. It's it's the actually it's the game start series that we now know as Near. It mm-hmm. be, that's the start of the Near series of games essentially, and it is uh like you you fly on a dragon and you fight people or whatever, and that's sort of the main thing. But the main thing with the game is it's bad. And it's bad on purpose, in a, in such a way as to like the game was like, hey, just play the story and don't do all the side missions. Like that would be a bad, bad idea. And if you do them, it's not lying to you. The side missions fucking suck. And so it was like, like a I told you, kind of thing. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you want to grind out all the stuff to get this this cool weapon? Well. Yeah, good luck. It fucking sucks. Like, good luck clearing this entire giant brown map of enemies. <laughs> and it does end... There are certain different endings to the game, and there is one where you fight a, a giant girl who is pulsing out, like, beams of energy, and you defeat her through a rhythm game. A very difficult one, from what I've heard. Yes. There's also a character in the game that is a child, and another character who is an elf cannibal pedophile and she wants to fuck and kill and eat the child character so wait by an elf cannibal you mean she eats other elves or just other humanoids she is an elf who eats other people oids Ah. and then eat and then uh, whatever but it's it's very weird dynamic and also the the secret final last ending to the game is you and your dragon fight the the lady in, in who's like pulsing out or whatever the rhythm game but you're doing it over modern day Tokyo, and then an F-16 blows you the fuck up. 
and that's how the game, the first near begins. You did it. You won. And then just like one missile later, and you're fucking chunks of blood falling out of the sky. It's a weird series. But when you think about it, that same series brought us near Automata. Woot woot. Which is a game literally made for Marcus. Oh yes, absolutely. Best game ever. Ooh. Tell us more, Marcus. Why do you I like mean, it? I mean, I it has amazing visuals, you know, fantastic storytelling. <laughs> um, great gameplay. It's just it's just a beautiful interactive thing, man. Also robots. Oh, we got a regular IGN <laughs> critic over here. <laughs> did you do the side missions in Nier Autom- Automata? Yes, I did. And did they Too fucking many. suck? I mean, some of them were pretty funny because some of the side missions were endings. Mm-hmm. So, like one of them is your android character catches a fish, brings it back to some chick. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the humans used to eat these things. It's fucking great. So you as an android eat the fish. It clogs up your your inner shit, and you die. Wait, like, the <laughs> AI? Yeah! <laughs> yes! What the fuck? I didn't do that one. Yes, it's so great, and there are so many endings. It, it's fun. It's did so you fun. did you ever activate your own self-destruct? I did. That's another ending. <laughs> or like, or was it, then there's your self-destruct, and you can also pull out basically your, your fucking root personality chip or some shit, and just end yeah. the game there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. It's so great. I remember I played the original uh, Nier on, I think it was like 360 or whatever, and that game was like, hey, dude, listen, this side quest, the, the quest giver is like, this is not going to be fun. Don't do this thing. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. It's probably a good reward. No, there's no good reward, and it fucking sucked. It was a terrible side quest. It was just grinding for hours. So it's a weird aesthetic of those games where it's just like, it's going to punish you and tell you it's going to punish you, and if you don't listen to it, it's going to punish you. All right, so we're all quarantined. Mm-hmm. Yep, most we're of all us doing whatever. Yeah, a lot of people, weirdly, a lot of people aren't. If I ever have to run out for like some some groceries or something, I realize how many people are not staying in their homes. But whatever. Wait, Seth, um, are you saying you didn't go on your spring break trip? Oh, what? Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not some weird Floridian. <laughs> but the thing is, we've all been quarantined for about a you know two two weeks or so now, and yet despite that. One of our co-hosts wasn't here last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I just, we just got at Marcus. What were you up to? Me? <laughs> okay. Well, I actually had a, a little dilemma going on because I have to pay rent. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have a job. I don't have any yeah. money, so I was I was out trying to scrounge something together. <laughs> and wow! It, you are out beating the streets. I was beating those streets and there's no one out in those streets <laughs> yeah so yeah 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 unsuccessful so, but i do you're trying to like turn a trick money. or something what are you doing out there yeah, let's not talk about that let's just uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just and move forward we both live in both all three of us live in places where um rent and mortgages have not been suspended in any in any way mm-hmm. nope um and don't seem like they're going to be. Yeah. And what's insane is that, like, my internet provider's like, hey, we'll, we'll pay for, like, three months of internet. And I was like, awesome. My fucking bank was like, yo, credit cards and stuff, you don't got to pay that this month. I was like, awesome. Landlords, where's my fucking money? Yeah. Yeah, the landlords are going to be the death of, of 
Well, probably America, but we'll we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, I I have seen some some stuff with like gig workers or or like gig economy people are just trying their best to survive, but their jobs are dying. But actually, today, do y'all know that service called Instacart? Yes. No. Uh, they like go get your groceries for it's you. Grocery delivery like, service. Oh, heck yeah. yeah, they went on strike today. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know how the hell gig economy workers organize to go on strike, but they're fucking doing it. Internet, baby. They use, like, Twitter and text and stuff. And then today, also, uh, uh, workers, auto workers on the GM line uh, walked off the job because they said that uh, GM needs to agree with the government to make ventilators in some way, shape, or form, and they won't come back until that agreement is made. Wow. Well, that's good because that's the stuff that we need, and a bunch of, like... People talked a bunch of fucking game. I'm not sure if he's done it yet, but Elon Musk said that t- Tesla was not making ventilators if it came to it. Oh, he delivered a bunch of ventilators to uh, New York? Guess what? What? He has bought them from China. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that is faster um, than making them. Yeah, it's true. But it's not um, sustainable. Well, at least he delivered something. I don't know. Some, it's just crazy that some of these fucking... Like, these auto parts places, places, places people have these big factories are um, not doing anything. And a big thing and where, where I live, I live in a place where every single, like, if you go to the city, every single place is a brewery, like a beer brewery. Everyone has their own microbrews, their IPAs, all that bullshit that I don't care about. But since people aren't really going to bars anymore right now and people aren't really caring about breweries, um, a lot of them around, around where, I, where I'm from have started to make hand sanitizer and have started to uh, put their, their resources into making more useful stuff at the time. So I think everyone, if, I mean, if you have a factory, if you have some kind of way to produce this kind of stuff, I mean, pe- people are at home 3D printing, like, uh, shield masks for, like, EMTs and stuff. So there's definitely ways to pitch in, and if, if you're fucking General Motors, I mean, fuck it, stop making cars right now. Nobody's fucking buying cars, except for me, I guess, but everybody, nobody's buying cars. Well, you went in for a service and ended up buying a car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, please, take this car. Nobody's buying it. Um... So, yeah, it's like you see pictures of doctors who are using like those clear salad containers with their own PPE, like, masks. Yeah. And it's like, boy, we are in some fucking trouble, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's so many big companies out there that can produce these things, that can 3D print them, that can ship them. Um, and, yeah, there's people who are still trying to sit back and make, make their profits. And as we've seen that once they produce it, the states then bid on who should get it. Because that's a smart, rational way to, to to allocate resources is by bidding. Right, especially during a pandemic. Woo! Yeah, no kidding. It's it's a very stupid fucking way to organize an economy. And this is just more evidence of why we should have a command economy. Yeah. Central planning, build what we need, put it where it needs to go. Simple as that. Yeah. Um and we could do that. We did it in World War II. I mean, we went. We adopted a fucking command economy. Then there was no fucking. There's no free market in in World War II. We uh, the, fucking the car companies made tanks because we said to make tanks. We need the tanks. Um, so we can do it. We have the capacity, but everybody wants to just sit around and jerk off to the idea of oh, the capitalists will save us. Yeah. Also, in their eyes, it's a lot cooler to build a tank than it is to build a ventilator. That's probably true. I did see some lady who was like, where are the billionaires? Why has not one billionaire stepped up to say, I'll build the ventilators or I'll fund the building of the ventilators? And I was like... Yeah, where is, like, Jeff Bezos? Like, this man has enough... This man could 
fund by himself a stimulus that would give everyone in America like ten thousand dollars and still be rich. Yeah. I was like, man, it's like we're in some kind of class war. Mm. Yeah, right. It's almost like fucking die. It's almost like they don't give a shit about us. They're like, oh, we got a four percent mortality rate. We can use the rest of y'all that are left over. I know it's like hilarious um, how none of them have done anything like. Other like even smaller companies and like internet companies are all trying to raise money or do something, but th- they literally aren't even talking. Did you know Bill I Gates? Did? A single thing. No. Bill Gates quit. Quit. Like quit he, what? he stepped down from Microsoft and out of the Bill Gates Foundation or Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He's, he just on the same day he just left both both those organizations. Why? Great question, Marcus. Everyone else acts like the same one. Jesus. <laughs> it's a very strange move to make, especially when his whole thing has been like fighting malaria and whatever in Africa. And it's like, and now there's a global pandemic and you just quit? Which makes me wonder, like, what does he know that we don't know? Mm. It's a very strange uh, situation. Strange. Which, by the way, I know, Marcus, you probably haven't seen the movie Contagion, have you? Nope. But Seth, you have seen it, and I have seen it. Yes. Now, Seth, do you want to describe real quick about the the curious thing that you found during your viewing of Contagion, the thing that you uh, didn't realize was part, was not actually part of the movie? Oh, the, the narrator? Yes. Yes, yeah, so I obtained a, co- a copy of Contagion through entirely legitimate means, <laughs> and I was like, let me watch this movie, and... I was watching it, and there's, like, this narration going on, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, because it was, like, it was kind of, like, taking you through, like, oh, and then the virus, you know, it's like, this lady does this, and this guy does this, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of sh- trying to show you, like, not only visually, but also have somebody sit there and tell you, like, oh, this is how viruses spread, but then it, it kept talking more and more, and then it started, like, anytime it talked about a character, it would say director of the CDC, Lawrence Fishburne, or something, and then it would say, like, the, the girl looks shocked, and I'm like, I can see that, what's going on, and then... I realized that I was watching it with the 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 narration they use for blind people, <laughs> and then I found out that for some reason it could not be removed. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to go and get the movie in a much more legitimate form, ah, yes. so that I could watch it without the narration. Extra legitimate form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the only way to watch it in English was to watch it with the. Blind people subs and narration. I guess you, you you got a taste of how blind people feel when they can't go see a movie. I gotta they, say, going on. I gotta say, they they explained it pretty well. Really, I feel like if I could not see, I would understand what was going on pretty well. Did they tell you whether or not the main character was Matt Damon or Marky Mark in the narration? They they, they the narrator even mentioned they could not figure it out. <laughs> Cannot tell the difference between those two people in that movie. The narrator was like, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Whichever one's in Interstellar. That's the one that's in this movie. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> it also, I watched it, and I was just struck by, is that Gwyneth Paltrow? And I'm like, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Why is she... Th- I don't know what they did to get her to play the character who dies first in the movie. Uh, yeah, and a person who also, you know, fucking shills fake medicine at people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Her crystals and, and the, essential oils, yeah. Yeah, her vag candles and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why you laughed. You know about this, right? Yeah, real. yeah. I know. Okay, I was about to say. I, for, I had forgotten it. about the vag candles. 
Never forget the vag candles. I forget. Were the candles made with the juice from their own vaginas? It was supposed to smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Why? Who wants that? That was what it was supposed to smell like. I'm just I'm baffled not. right now. I can't even I imagine. Know. And it sold out. And they, co- they cost like 80 bucks a piece. To smell Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, they got fucking. Uh, it's all about vag, apparently. You like, there's like crystals you can put in your vagina. There's so dildos. all this kind of stuff. <laughs> there's an yeah, egg you can like, put in there. Yeah, this egg. It's just a. It's just a regular egg. It's just a great, a classy <laughs> egg. You just bought it from Walmart and shipped it to you for twenty five dollars. It's one of those Chinese uh, uh, thousand year eggs. They bury it under the dirt for a thousand years or whatever. Just put it in yeah. your vagina and. I don't know, squeeze it? I don't know what you do down there. <laughs> I have no idea. You exercise. The three of us are the least qualified <laughs> about what could happen with any of these objects. You know what, guys? We just have to buy one, and one of us will test it, you know? We'll be very scientific about it. How about what that? are we going to put it in our butts? I, I mean, what's the difference in a butt and a vagina, really? We get down to it. They're both just a yeah, meat what is the difference, really? <laughs> I think they have the exact same function, right? They do everything. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. similar. <laughs> It's like having a, it's like a cloaca, I guess. Oh, yes. Wouldn't that be simpler, y'all? Just to have a cloaca? It would be. What, which animal has the barbed penis? Is that cats? Yes. Okay. Among other okay. kinds of animals, but yes. Yeah. Ducks have nine-inch corkscrew penises, which are sometimes mm-hmm. spiked. And I think they said that bugs have a dick, like a, like a, a key that goes into a lock. So you have to find a near perfect mate. It's like only hey, no interspecies shit. Break the if you're lock. a stink bug, you fuck stink bugs, my friend. Don't yeah. you fuck that beetle over there? Get away from him. S- sucks to be you, stink bug. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck my sexy beetle girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have any of this shit, oh, buddy. God. What a babe, buddy, What a fucking shitty name to have, stink bug. I caught. Uh, a bug in Animal Crossing that they called a man face stink bug. Oh god, like, that just sounds spiteful. <laughs> it's just like, hey Jerry, it looks like you. Look at him. I'm gonna Jerry call him man face stink, stink bug. Call this the Jerry bug. <laughs> Jerry bug. Oh and then we're gonna god. call your hairstyle the Jerry curl. Oh god. <laughs> I was I was reminded a couple of days ago. There is an actual human gene called the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog gene Uh-oh. because it is part of the coronavirus stuff. Mm. That's one of the genes that gets expressed, I guess, in the response. They were like, like the Sonic the Hedgehog gene. And they were like, wait, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Why is it called the Sonic the Hedgehog it gene? Makes you go that's, what fast. The, that's what the scientists named um, it. How much should Sega pay them? They didn't. <laughs> There's also a so Pikachu gene. Are you, are you gene. telling me scientists are just nerds? <laughs> Yes. I always thought scientists were the sexy, cool guys. Oh, no. <laughs> just the guys that ride to work on motorcycles every day, covered yeah, in just, exactly. like, leather. Got spikes on there. I'm not surprised my picture of a cool guy. Yeah, that would be cool. It's like... <laughs> what year are you from? <laughs> I don't know, man. My, my cool guy is just Ghost Rider for some reason. We all, all three of us, know exactly what the modern-day cool guy is. Mm-hmm. It's Jack Ryan. <laughs> John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. Oh, God. So cool. I noticed, by the way, Seth, in Contagion, that when Lawrence Fishburne goes to work the first time, he makes a sports joke to the fucking janitor guy. He does. And I was it's like, Jack Ryan. Oh, my God. 
I think it's, it must be like a, like a, a trope in those government movies, like the the big powerful guy makes a, a it just it talks about like the fucking cardinals or some shit or yeah. the, the Knicks. Yeah. To the, the trash man. Oh, speaking of the Knicks, the coronavirus has done the best work it's done so far by infecting James Dolan, owner of the Knicks. Yes. Mm. Good job, uh, coronavirus, for infecting a man who at one point would have been the second worst NBA owner, but it's now the worst NBA owner. Doesn't he own another team of something? Probably. He probably owns a bunch of. I thought random, he owns the Nets uh, as well. People. Does I don't know if he? Had, I don't, no, I think the Nets is actually owned by some Russian oligarch. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But they probably have ties to James Dolan and Trump. So you're saying this guy was he was second worst behind Donald Sterling? Behind Donald Sterling for sure. Well, Donald Sterling was pretty fucked up. So I can't argue there. Yeah, he just he, he was. He did whatever he wanted, and it was crazy. So what is, I don't know much about John Dolan, though. What has he done to earn this ire? James James Dolan, mother. Or James not Dolan, John. sorry. Um, he, it's, it's, it's weird. He has a very, he's, he, I don't know, he's a very much a businessman, which a lot of these owners are, but I don't know, he doesn't, he doesn't see a lot, I don't know, he, he has some very, like, how do I put this? Like slave mentality towards like the the people on his team, which is already bad enough in a league like the NBA where a lot of players are black. Um, so he he has a lot of like opinions about overwork, like you know working players and all this stuff. And then also he's just, he has a big ego. Like he like last year alone he banned like two or three people in the, in the state from Madison Square Garden, which they have the most expensive stadium in in all of the NBA. He banned like several people from it because they were like like made fun of him or told him to sell the team. He like he really can't he can't take any kind of criticism, and he's just very very much hated, especially in New York. People from New York would, would could really talk your ear off at how much they hate James Dolan. Makes sense. Sounds like because the, the Knicks are the most valuable NBA franchise. Are they really more, th- mm. more than the Lakers? Yes, mostly because of Madison Square Garden because it's the biggest stadium and. The most popular stadium in America. They're worth they're worth four point two billion dollars. So is it like a package deal? You get the Knicks, you get Madison Square Garden too. Yeah, kinda. Wow, that's how the stadium shit works. I learned pretty recently a lot of the how much these NBA owners really have power over their stadiums. So I didn't know that. I thought that yeah. I thought stadiums were kind of their own thing. I didn't know they were like. I guess I guess it makes sense he would be like because he owns MSG, doesn't he? Or he sits on the board of MSG or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So like it makes sense, I guess, that he would be embedded in both those things. Hey, you get paid on one end and on the other. You're fucking. You got exactly. the ticket sales coming in, and you're fucking getting it on the team side as well. That's capitalism. Why not? Dude probably fucking owns all the goddamn. He probably owns those those franchises that are in there. All those like subways and yeah. shit. And he also owns fucking a bunch of, like, crazy-ass, like, yachts and stupid shit that people shouldn't even own. That's fucked up, so, dude. Yeah, he's he's awful. And, uh, yeah, coronavirus, uh, do some work. <laughs> Come on. Let the Rona kill him. <clears throat> Although, I do wish uh, Kevin Durant a speedy recovery. Why is that? Because I don't, I don't want it to be like that. I want him to, like, get embarrassed on the court. Mm. I, don't, I don't need him getting taken out by a disease. <laughs> Killed by some tiny invisible bugs. Fuck you. Exactly. Lose on the basketball court. As the cruel, angry god demands. Exactly. <laughs> is Kevin Durant... I've heard of him. Is he, is, he, is he considered to be a very good player, or is he kind of a bad player? He's the guy that I always say fuck Kevin Durant at the end of the podcast. Right, I know, but is he good or bad? 
Is he good at the game? Yes. Yes, he's one of the best. So it's like Tom Brady in that sense. He's good, but we hate yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not quite Tom Brady's level, but yeah, he's one of the very, very best we have right now. Gotcha. And why do you why do you hate him, Seth? Or why is Seth. he hated? Mostly because at one point he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, him and uh, Russell okay, Westbrook. <laughs> exactly. Um, he was on there with Russell Westbrook. They were a very exciting team. And then they played the Golden State Warriors in, what was it, 2015, 2016. They played the Golden State Warriors in the finals, or the Western Conference finals. And they were up three games to one on Golden State. And then they kind of collapsed, and Golden State came back and won. And then after that happened, he decided to just jump ship and went and joined Golden State. And then won a bunch of championships. And he's just, and he didn't like really, he didn't, he like left on a bad note. And like didn't tell a lot of his teammates, including Russell Westbrook, that he was even leaving. And he's just kind of, people call him a snake because of that. And I just think that's a, a really lame mentality is to just go join the better team. If you can't beat him, join him, I guess. That's his mentality. Yeah, one of my one of my least favorite uh, mentalities in any competitive event. Okay. Good to know more about Kevin, old Kevin Durant, who we've been, we've been saying that we should fuck that guy for like years now, probably. Yeah, he sucks. All right. Um, Marcus. Yo. Tell me about intergalactic reviewers. <laughs> Listen, we've already covered interla- intergalactic reviewers, all right? What episode are they on? Eight was the last episode, sadly. Last ever? I mean, yeah. Or do you think the Illennials can jump up some uh, some support? <laughs> you know, the season mate. I mean, there are already YouTubers working on that, so... I don't think we need to. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're like really, really cool guys too. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. Um, no, no, those anime, cool. the anime YouTubers. That actually, that's the modern day cool guy. <laughs> is anime YouTuber. That is the guy who like whoa. We haven't explored this well enough, y'all. I think in eight months, uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is going to look out his window, and there's going to be a million person march in the middle of, I think, Tokyo is where he lives or works. And they're going to be like, holding signs of intergalactic reviewers and our faces, <laughs> and they're going to be like, big old fatheads of our faces, like, bring it back! Oh. Bring it back and we riot! Oh, magical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the future looks like, y'all. It's going to get wild out there. Listen, anything could happen right now. That's true. Anything. Actually, what I've been hearing a lot about is fucking Tiger King. Have you guys... Oh, that show is great. <laughs> I am in the I watched middle all of, it. of the first back to episode, back to back. and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I watched every episode back to back. No, what it was Tiger awesome. King? I don't know about this. Oh, it's a, a true story of a, a man uh, named Joe Exotic. Who I don't know that guy. In Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, and had uh, the the biggest uh, private tiger zoo, big cat zoo in America, and it kind of goes through. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who wants to watch it because there. I mean, there are legitimately things that are stranger than fiction in this thing. It goes through his life, the life of other people he like gets cats from, people he like the help breed cats, other people who own other private zoos. Um, Including the guy who was literally the inspiration for Scarface. What really? Um, that the, the guy who inspired the story of Scarface is in this documentary, and he also is a big cat enthusiast. 
And man, you learn and you meet some of the skeeviest, worst kinds of people in the world. People who you literally like you will hate them and you want to jump into your fucking TV and fucking strangle them because of how fucking awful they are. And then you meet people who are just like regular ass working class people who are just trying to make a living. And it's really fucking interesting. Yeah, my, my journey's just started with the Tiger King, so I'm excited. Oh yeah, it, it's so fucking good. And with a name like Joe Exotic, I'm ready. I know. <laughs> he's a gay dude with two husbands. I'm sorry. That man, yeah, he, he's, he's fucking balling. <laughs> gay man in Oklahoma with two husbands and a, a fucking uh, tiger zoo. Uh, a hun- over 180 tigers. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Watch the show with I'm, I'm surprised you haven't watched it yet. I is mean, he like rich? Great. He's I mean, it depends well what you define as rich. He finds ways to make money for sure. Because like tigers, they eat they eat meat. Like they're not yes. they're not cheap oh, animals to feed. And then the the villain, or I guess the villain in his eyes is a lady who's like a big cat uh, enthusiast, like a, an animal rights activist named Carol Baskin, and. She is a lady who uh, most likely murdered her husband twenty years ago. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Lots this shit is crazy. Of fucking intrigue in this show, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm telling you, it is crazy. Uh, First of all, we need to stop normalizing the term "big cat enthusiast." No, they're crazy tiger people. I like, mean, no. that is one of the first lines in the movies. Like people with exotic animals are like, they're weird. They're different. It's like you know, the monkey people are kind of weird. The tiger people, holy fuck, look out for them. <laughs> oh no, that's one thing. That's one thing you learn throughout this is like every single one of them is insane. You never meet a, a well-adjusted person who just wants to have tigers it's ever. Not possible, I don't think. In fact, the only person in the whole show who collects big cats who comes off as a regular person is the guy who inspired Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. He's in it very. He's not in it as much as the other guys are. So I'm sure he'd come off worse. But he comes off as like a regular ass guy. Boy, when your movie is like, or your show is like, yeah, Scarface was normal person here. That's, yeah, that's it, it was shocking. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to watch it. It's it's seven episodes. They're all like a little less than like 45 minutes. It's great. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll check it out then. Right after the podcast yeah. gets started. <laughs> I will. I will say this. I am. I am not free of the anime sin currently. Oh. It, is, it is not a show, but I am c- currently preloading uh, Persona Five Royal, Ooh. Uh, the movie, the video game. Oh, there's a video game of Persona Five Royal. There's yeah. a, like a remastered version, basically. Oh wow! It adds a whole new character and some other stuff. So, have they done a Persona Five movie, Marcus? Do you know? I do not know. They did a show. Okay. I watched I the movie, I watched one of the Persona movies with my old weeb-ass roommate, and it was the one where they, like, shoot themselves in the head to get their Personas. Persona 4? Is that 4? Yeah, 4. I, like, I was fucking shocked when they started shooting themselves <laughs> in the head. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. What is this crazy shit? Uh, that's how it always and Guess what? It didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> The other line of games is called like I guess like Marcus helped me out here Shin Megami Shin Megami Tensei, Tensei? Yeah, yeah. or something like that, yeah. and they're always shooting those in the head in that fucking game apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's just I was I was thrown aback to say the least. I, I did not expect that. It's yeah. When you first see it happen, it is very uh, it's very surprising, especially as an American, because you know Japan they they have very strict gun laws over there. So it's already hard to get the gun. Mm. 
It doesn't Isn't a toy gun work just fine though? Is the thing? Is that the, yeah, yeah, yeah? Gimmick? It's just a gun, at, like a gun-like item. Mm. But do you know what the craziest thing about this whole quarantine pandemic thing is? What's up? All the way from the the news outlets that I look at and to this podcast, nobody cares about the presidential election anymore. Nope. Wow. It has become the least important thing of all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, who fucking cares? Like, will America exist in a month is the bigger question. It's like, when... And I mean... Go ahead. I was going to say, when, when, when the fucking rent is due and you don't have the money and they evict your ass and the cops show up and the cops are all sick and the people are all fucking sick, what's going to happen? Like, what's it going to look like, y'all? I'll tell you, it could not have been timed better for uh, Joe Biden's rapist scandal to come out, though. Yes. Because none of us are paying attention to that shit. Well, the media is making concerted effort to not talk about it at all. Um, oh, yeah. They're like, literally, they, they interview him and don't even bring it up. Yeah, because they don't, they don't want to hurt old Joe's chances. Can you imagine if something like that came out against Bernie Sanders? It'll be all we talk about. Yeah. We would be, we would be going back to work. The pandemic would be over. They'd have what they wanted. It would be, yeah, it would just be the only thing that's on the news is Bernie Sanders has a rape allegation against him. Joe Biden, it happens to him, you don't hear anything. Oh, they're, they're like, oh, the, the lady, she like praised Putin or whatever. Like, who gives a shit if she praised Putin or not? That's fucking yeah. stupid and asinine. And people are, people are, now the, the, the line is like, okay, so Trump and Biden, they both hate women. So let's not talk about that. Let's just make it, let's remove that from the, the, the points. Yeah, they're both rapists, so we can't, hey, no comparison they made, right? There's another guy in the race. Yeah, no, that, it's like, what? Why is that, why is that something we can just move past? Especially in fucking 2020, if we're supposed to be as fucking progressive and all that as we fucking talk about on the goddamn internet, why are we not making that a more important um, point? Especially when there is another guy left in the race. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the media, they're all in on it. It's all fucking rigged. It's all rigged. That's all it is. It's just fucking rigged, y'all. Like, we need to understand that electoral politics is, is dead. It's a dead end. The liberals... What in the fuck was that? What was that? I think Marcus got a text message. Hey, Marcus. Yeah? Can you silence your phone for us, buddy? Listen, man. My phone has not rung in multiple days, so I am... <laughs> Doubly surprised. That unpopular, huh? Yep. <laughs> um, it is. I will say though, there is one weird note to this whole thing: is that the lady is named Tara Reed, and that's really yeah. But it's spelled R E A D. Wow. So it's one of those things where you're like, every time I hear it now, I do a double take. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, is it not, that Tara Reed? <laughs> yeah, sorry, not that Tara Reed. Fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not sure which one we should go with there. The one from Scrubs? <laughs> the one from the Big Lebowski? <laughs> I about to say, that would be where I don't remember her from. Um, but yeah, so they're just like, just going to ignore it. Sit under the rug. Don't talk about it. Call her crazy. Say like The whole believe women thing goes right out the door as soon as the person they Yeah, they, especially they like. all these fucking two-faced, stupid little shit-eating liberals. Who just a year or two ago, year and a half ago, were like, "Oh, me too." Times up, blah blah blah. 
I, I want to be recognized. I, I'm a feminist. I trust women. And then now it's like, oh, but whoa, okay, he raped her. That that happened. All right, we can't, we can't. He can't unrape her, so let's just move on. And it's like, okay, you guys are absolutely full of shit. They're like, he's the best to be Trump, though. Don't you see? He's so electable. That's yes, why he is so much different. Yeah, it's 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 why he's everyone is so excited to vote for Joe Biden. You know. I keep saying this. What are their debates going to look like? Oh, my God, dude. Because their policies aren't that different. So it's literally just going to be Donald Trump roasting Joe Biden for an hour and a half. And if you think that Joe Biden's going to live through that, <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Now, I'm saying I will watch the fuck out of those debates because I'm, I'm sorry. I do not like Donald Trump. Believe me on this. But to watch him destroy Joe Biden would be very funny to me. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, once again, the reason he's president is because he makes good TV. Yeah. That's what it is. It's true. He's, a, mean, he's a natural-born comedian. Exactly. Pe- people, that that's that's the reason. And a, a guy who can't even finish a complete sentence without probably passing out is not going to last against it. No. No, Joe Biden's done. Like, as soon as he gets into the general. And also, yeah. as soon as he gets into the general, oh boy, then all the news will turn around and be like, well, here's him groping a little girl's chest. Or here's his rape accusation as soon as Bernie is gone. Because all they care here's about him is him like Bernie. tongue kissing his daughter. Oh my oh. god, that picture of him tongue kissing his granddaughter. Granddaughter, oh. sorry. Just um, straight up getting in there, y'all. It was. But once again, I want to emphasize the fact that no one gives a shit about the election right now. No, no, no one cares. It is crazy how much i mean two three weeks ago we were like this is maybe the biggest election in american history and now it is i don't even i don't remember there is an election anymore yeah whose vote what because will there be again i i keep saying will there be an america in november is it going to happen i think there will be i do think you're a, a little a little heavier on this than a lot of us because what do you think it's, it's gonna be different it's gonna be different as fuck because right now, the governors of several states are forming alliances with one another because Trump wants to open the country back up at, with, with Easter, right? And these governors are saying, that's way too soon. We're not going to be able to make that date. And they're preparing to, like, defy federal regulations with, like, state-level orders. And so what do you yeah. call it when, when parts of the country start to form alliances amongst one another and separate out? What's that called again? What happens there? Regular everyday operations, <laughs> total normalcy. Yep, absolute regular, normal everyday stuff. Nothing weird here, y'all. When when fucking California and New Jersey and New York and uh, oh god, what's another state, y'all? I guess Oregon secede. <laughs> what's another state? <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida is fully Trump. They would not be, y'all. I watched fucking Governor Kemp here in Georgia give a speech about what we're going to do. Okay, the election was happening, I'll admit, I never watched him talk here at all. I only, I barely watched Stacey Abrams talk, but I never watched him talk at all. How did that man win anything? He has the personality of wet toilet paper. <laughs> he has no energy whatsoever. He's staring straight down at a piece of paper and talking in a monotone voice. What the fuck? How did he win any kind of support? Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but I'm not, but that's kind of what's winning right now. Look at Joe Biden. Mm. I mean, look at Pete Buttchug. 
I mean, look at these. Beto O'Rourke. Look, hey, Ooh. hey, listen. You take you take Beto's name out of your mouth. He would jump up on tables and <laughs> pretend like he had some energy to him. Like he's like he, he doesn't pretend, deserve once this. Once he talked, it was just everything I said. Hey, out hey, me. he cussed, Seth. Ooh. That's true. And he, he said, "We're going to take your guns." Swear. He said, "Hell yeah, we're going to take your guns away from you." I mean, come on, that's you got to admit that's pretty energetic in America. <laughs> Actually, maybe Beto O'Rourke is the new cool guy. <laughs> that's the modern day cool guy. It's Beto O'Rourke. Hey, you put got a leather jacket, get motorcycle. Got something going here. Okay, nope, nope, nope. You're going back. <laughs> Wait, you're going back. Shit, you're again. right. Can we somehow get him a flaming skull somehow in there? <clears throat> what? What is this? <laughs> What century and what, what geographic location are you from? Hey, listen, man. I'm still stuck in the 90s when the Iron Age of comic books, when having a ton of pouches and carrying a big gun was cool. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, the ultimate, like, cool thing is fucking, like, Sarah Connor and Terminator 2. Okay, yeah, I can see like that. the coolest thing ever, right? Yeah, the round cool. sunglasses, the Jeep. Yeah, like, like Linda Hamilton in that movie was just so fucking cool. Yeah, I can agree with that. And like, that's what Beto O'Rourke is. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good, shot for shot. Like, Beto O'Rourke is Linda Hamilton yeah. from Terminator 2. Beto O'Rourke dyes his hair blonde, gets his little round sunglasses. He's driving on a dark highway saying, no fate with what we make. I'd vote for that, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this, do this new bit where I keep calling it Terminator 2 Rise of the Machines. <laughs> see, see what people say. That's not what it's called. I don't think I know. I, it's your, see, you got me. I'm already annoyed. <laughs> see, that's that's the bit. <laughs> oh, man. I am, though, remembering the 90s comic book, the, just the dark ages where it was like a cool guy like had a knife and his name was Blood Splatter or something yeah. like that. <laughs> his name was like Buzz. <laughs> And he, like, carried a saw, and, like, that was his thing. Oh, Christ. Wait, Seth, didn't you just recently watch Bloodshot? I did watch Bloodshot. How was that? Stinker. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I guess there's some scenes that are, like, fun enough, but I, I love Vin Diesel. I think he's a great actor. I think he's very, very good at what he does. But, my God, he could not deliver a single line in that movie. Like every single time he taught, it sounded so scripted. Like there was there from the paper to his mouth, there was no he didn't read it any differently. And so many bad jokes. Uh, the some of the interpersonal like conflicts, like some of the the bad guys, like it just wasn't believable. I never even really understood their motivations. Um, but the one shining star of the movie is that Lamorne Morris, uh, better known as Winston from New Girl, is in it doing a British accent, and he is great. Now, wait, um, hold on. Other than that... Stop the presses mm-hmm. real quick. Bring it to a halt. Is he yes. actually British? No, not in real life. Okay, oh, thank God. Wow. Yeah, that's doubly impressive. <laughs> one of our natural resources has been protected. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you like Lamorne Morris, he's comes to the movie about a little over halfway into the movie, and he's there for really not long enough, but... You know, he's there. Okay. Not long enough to save it. No, that movie sucks. Okay. So Bloodshot, not good. No. Not my last standards. I mean, it might be a masterpiece. Who knows? I'm I'm dumb. (laughs) I recently rewatched Attack the Block, which is... Great movie. Yeah, that was fun. Still an amazing film. And what I realized is that the... I guess the lead actress of the film is now the fucking... The Doctor, right? Jodie Whittaker? Yeah. 
Is she in Hunt of the Block? She's the lead actress. She's the nurse that they help. Or, and really? They rob and then help in the movie. Like So you got John Boyega comes out of that she in Star is. Wars. And then she's the doctor. That's, yeah. That's a hell of a cast right there, if you think about it. Kind of a star-making vehicle. Yes, yeah, a Joe Cornish film, and it's uh, it's really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, it's very short, too. It's like 85 minutes long. Oh, it breezes by. It's, it's fucking fantastic. I've, I've long been like, I want to return. If, hey, if, if, if this time next year we aren't like, you know, uh, living in the ruins of the world and like trying to like farm corn uh, in a fucking in New York in Times Square or some shit, let's go back to nine minute movies. Let's get back to, let's get back well, to say, short right films. After, right after recording this podcast, I'm going to listen, I'm going to watch the movie, the original Mad Max. Mm. Um, I was looking it up. I was like, I'll bet this movie's really long. No, the original Mad Max from 78 is like an hour and a half. It's like a 90-minute movie. That's crazy. That's really all you need. We did that. If you're you're doing it well, I think. We did that. I mean, I do think there's plenty of longer movies that are great. I just watched um, Mulholland Drive, the David Lynch movie, and it's two and a half hours long. But it's a really... Well, after I watched a YouTube analysis and actually understood the fucking movie... It's a goddamn masterpiece. Marcus, we watched um, that together. Do you remember it? I don't. We watched it with one of my college roommates. I remember you being there because both of us were like, what in the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's like one of those things where I watch a lot of movies, but I'm not above admitting that I did not understand it. Like, I I, I, I could tell there's, like, the craft was very, it was very well made, and I could see a lot of really good stu- stuff in the movie, but once the twist or whatever you want to call it comes out of the movie i didn't understand a single fucking scene but then i watched this youtube video and i was like wait a minute this is like one of the best movies like it was it's really really good that's how i felt about looper looper i didn't need an analysis for but i did i, I did think that was a great movie i was it took me i watched it like twice and i was like okay um Wait, it was good. It was no, good. no, 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 not Looper, not the fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. I meant, uh, oh shit, the other time travel <laughs> film. Primer. Primer, that's <laughs> the one. Fuck me. Come <laughs> on, Looper, it's confusing. Yeah, I really wanted to, I didn't, I was in a trauma mess not to roast the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> looper was hard for you to understand. <laughs> Why is man's uh, heart falling off? I don't get it. Uh, I, I did my absolute best to not rip you a new one for that. I, I can't talk because when he said Looper, I thought about what was it? The superhero movie with Samuel Jackson in it, and they, he was chasing a jumper or whatever it's called. That's what I was thinking. Okay, about. wait a minute. Before we get back to you, Primer, Marcus just said the superhero movie with Samuel L. Jackson in it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is like 75% of all superhero movies Fuck. ever made. Okay, like, like, forget about the, Avengers. What's wrong with my brain that I immediately thought of the one with Hayden Christensen in it? Yeah, how did you think of the jump? What's wrong with me? It's fucking called. Oh, God. Oh. I thought of glass before I thought of jumper. <laughs> it's not even called that. It's not even called jumper, I don't think. I think uh, it is called jumper. Okay. Fuck. At least I got that uh, right. Uh, Oh my god, this this quarantine is killing me, y'all, I think. Yeah, we're clearly <laughs> delirious, man. I mean, I was already there, but you guys, It is called man. Jumper. Oh Ooh. god, my brain is falling apart. <laughs> I like that me and Marcus are on the same wavelength, but for the two separate <laughs> stupid reasons. 
You know the jumper made $222 million? Watch the wow. Christensen guarantee, my friends. <laughs> yeah, the, the classic <laughs> Christensen bumps you get. He brings and puts asses in the seats, my friends. A man who has been in so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> what was he in last? I'm sure you're on his IMDb right now. What was he in last? I am on his He was in Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I was doing a voice, that's right. He was a voice. No, the movie before that was called, it's called The Last Man. Mm. Mm. Uh, which is what I would have to be to watch any of these fucking movies. Oh, shit! Um, yeah, it's him and Harvey Keitel. Oh. Um, and it looks very bad. Damn. Sick burn. Yeah, it sucks. It's but, got Harvey yeah. Keitel, though, right? It's something. Yeah, but it is weird to think about this guy and be like, oh yeah, he's also in three or two of the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it reminds me of that movie that had uh, what was it, Adam Driver and uh, Bill Murray, and they're like fighting zombies. The dead don't die, and it just looked it looked bad. I didn't watch it's it. It's terrible. I watched it the other day. Oh, it is bad. Mm. It's so bad. How do you get those two guys to make a bad movie? I'll tell you one thing, though. The movie does really well. It's made by a really good director named Jim Jarmusch, who made a movie called Patterson before that, which is incredible. Also starring Adam Driver. Check it out. But the one incredible thing that movie does is that it ha- uh, the RZA is in it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's playing a UPS driver. But in this world, UPS is actually called a WUPS. Because <laughs> it's owned by the Wu-Tang Clan. Nice. Oh, uh, and it's the only good thing about the movie. That movie is very, very bad. I mean, now's a good time for the, the WUPS. Hi, damn. So it's kind of uh, like a Justin Bieber in Atlanta. Yes. It's very much like <laughs> Justin Bieber in Atlanta. Oh, man. Hey, guys, how about this virus? I don't know, man. Yeah. You heard about this I'm thing? Fucking... This, this coronavirus stuff? Oh, I never heard of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody. I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's such a weird thing. When I go on the fucking internet and I'm like, everything is shut down. And like, the city that I work in, no one is fucking there at all. But then, I don't live in the city. I live in a town kind of outside. And when I do have to go get something, like if I have to get some groceries or some medicine or something, it is like everyone is fucking out of the house. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Where, where, where is the truth at? Are people actually staying inside, or is it just in the cities? Like, I don't really understand. Hmm. Marcus, how's it on your end? I mean, it's looking pretty barren out here. Like, I mean, you, but you live in the middle of a big city. Yeah. Well, I'd say more like the outer rim. Of the I mean, side. you live right outside, but not in like yeah. it's still pretty city. Like a ten minute drive from the city, but I mean, I mean, so when you say pretty bad, because I don't know how your mind works right now, Marcus. When you say pretty bad, is it does that mean it's packed with people, or there's oh, no one out there? Uh, there's no one out there. There's okay, so good, so good comparatively. Uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> gotcha. We are distancing. All right, we're distancing hard. Even in your own apartment, as I understand. Yeah, yeah. Me and my my roommates have just been here breathing, but like living. not together. Right. <laughs> We're alone rooms. together. There you go. <laughs> um, That's been the hashtag. It's like alone together. Alone, is that really what it is? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, jeez. Hashtag alone together, everybody. I just like that this this is a real... If you would, if you take it completely out of context, I guess, it's a relatively mild virus. A 4% fatality rate is pretty bad, but it's still not like the Spanish flu or... Even the regular flu at this point, in a lot of ways. But this one thing has brought the world to its knees. 
Just this one little simple virus. Imagine if it had been a worse virus. virus. What if it was the virus from fucking contagion? If he killed 30% of people that it infected, we would currently, right now, all three of us would be on fire because we would be burning in a ditch somewhere. Exactly. There would be tanks on every street of a major city in America, you know, like killing rioters. Like, there's no way. It's not possible. That movie, Contagion, I liked it, but it was incredibly optimistic. If a virus killed 2.5 million people in America, there would not be an America anymore. It would be over. O-V-E-R, my friends. If, if this is happening right now, currently, with just like less than 3,000 people dead, imagine what would happen at 2.5 million. No fucking way. No way. I, didn't th- I don't think the movie explored like infrastructure enough. No. Like, because they they apparently were able to carry out a pretty successful like what was it over like a almost a hundred and fifty day quarantine yeah before a vaccine was approved and everything, and I'm just like okay that's cool and let I mean I'm not gonna doubt you that it can happen but where is like where are people getting their food from like I want to see the delivery guys I want to see the fucking the factories that what is making this shit still run. Well, we saw at one point when the National Guard runs out of MREs. Remember that? And the people attack yeah. the trucks. They like they rush the the guardsmen, and not a single bullet is fired. Not even into the air as a warning. No, fuck you. They would have gunned them people down. Yeah, and then there's when they fucking Jude Law makes up that fake cure, and people like want it from the place, and they start fucking destroying the pharmacy because of it. Now that's realistic. But the next thing that would happen is the cops would show up and start shooting people. Like, it's not... The movie kind of, like, glosses over some of the more important parts where if people start to act up, man, the cops in this country are not prepared to deal with it in any way but shooting people. Yeah. And the cops are getting sick. The NYPD's got, like, a record number of cops out. And all I'm thinking is, this is the time, people. This is the time. There's more of you than there are of them. Let's do it! No? I'm, I'm on the only person on this one? Okay. I mean, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm also with you, but I'm just like, hmm, we gotta wait till, like, after this this quarantine. <laughs> no, Marcus, this is the time. It's time to do it, man. It's time to get in it. Because th- they're not gonna be any weaker than this. But I'm pretty well, sure... You say that, that. I'm pretty sure this is the end, though, uh, for uh, a lot of things. But we'll see. Like what? I think movies are going to be dead. Like, the movie theaters are dead after this, probably. No one's going to want to go to a theater and sit, uh, you know, after a disease has, you know, run train on us. Uh, I said last week that, we're, that a lot of video games are probably going to be canceled or forgotten about, like Cyberpunk 2077. I still think that's going to happen. I think sit-down restaurants, pfft, gone after this. No fucking way. I don't know, man. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of people... There's a lot of people right now who are like, I want to go back to a movie theater. Like, I want to go back and sit down with people and, like, not be scared about my, my health and everything and, like, be all, do all that. There's people out there who want that. Don't get me wrong. I like movie theaters. I'd like to go to one today and see a fucking movie if I could. But it's like, is it worth possibly getting sick with a disease that could kill me? Because as we're finding out, it's not just an old person thing. It can kill young people. This is good. So, like, is it worth it? And also, are we going to be rid of it anytime soon? Like, New York is saying four to nine months of lockdown. Like, and that's the minimum. Like, some countries are saying 18 months at the minimum. Wow. 
we're not close to a vaccine. Several companies are trying, but we're nowhere we're nowhere close to it yet. They're saying if you like to get a vaccine approved is not that fast. It takes time because you what if you fucking go blind from taking it or some shit. So we're looking at probably maybe at the at the absolute minimum nine months until a vaccine, if they found it today, would be ready. So like I think that in, well in nine months shit's gonna change so much. Like mentalities are gonna change. Hopefully, it's a change for the better. I agree. Because hey, hey, yeah. think about it right now. Think about who's working right now. Think about who has been suddenly discovered to be essential employees. All this unskilled labor is now mm-hmm. essential employees. The people who cook the food, people who drive the delivery trucks, the people who put shit on store shelves, the people who fucking go out and collect garbage. Those people are essential. They need them, or society will break the fuck down. And I, I want more people to realize that they are essential. Your job is not make work. It's not bullshit. Like, you are what makes society work, even if you're not valued for it. I remember that. So, that'll be... I think I think things are going to look different. I think people are not prepared. Because the thing is, people are like, oh, the Spanish flu is much deadlier. But also, when the Spanish flu happened, the world wasn't as fragile as it is now. Like, America was still largely an agrarian nation that could, you know, supply their own stuff. Largely industrial as well. We had factories and make stuff. But so much of the world currently depends on this very fragile supply chain that needs all these ships to be in the right places and trucks to leave at the right times and planes to fly at the exact right moment to get stuff to the store shelves to make sure people don't fucking starve that any disruption of it is going to have a ripple effect that we're not prepared for. So we'll see. Yeah. We sacrifice safety for profit. I think we're now going to see what happens when you do that. Mm-hmm. Shit. I hate to get more, more doom and gloom. Marcus, cheer us up with something. What you got? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Putting all the heavy lifting on Marcus. All right. You get to just be like, oh, we're all going to fucking die. I did not say that. Sucks. And, you know, we're going to be fucking ro- riding around in loincloths and leather jackets on our motorcycles <laughs> fueled with flaming skulls in like four months. But hey, Marcus, give us some levity. It's all on you now. Oh, yeah. Um, inter- intergalactic Reviewers still has the manga. So, yeah. Go read that shit before you die. First of all, Seth, why did you describe the coolest future we could possibly have? And second of all, Marcus, tell us more about the manga. Is it ahead of the anime? Um, well, I'm, the hilarious thing, usually when animators create things from the manga, they're either waiting on things or, you know, having to improvise stuff because of... But the cool thing about this is it's, it's a crazy turnaround because the things they did in the show... We're not even in the manga. <laughs> like, all of those, like, sex scenes, not in the manga at all. So what is the manga about? <laughs> the manga is just, it's literally the same premise, but, you know, minus the sex scenes. And this <laughs> this anime is just like, we're, we're, we're animating this, but there's no sex scenes. Let's fucking fix that. <laughs> Wait, so the manga is not horny, but the anime is? Yep. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I I was fucking impressed when I found out. I was like, holy shit. We need hornier manga. 
Seth, be careful what you wish for. It's it's true because they're they're out there. Just gotta. I've I've seen the, I've I seen mean, that hentai shit. <laughs> I say this as a person who this will have no effect on because I don't look at any of it. But hey, out if you're out there, you make it mango. Just make it hornier for Marcus. <laughs> don't make it hornier for me. I'll... Make it specifically for Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Cater to Marcus's fetishes. Yes. Marcus is into two things: people taller than him and feet. No, okay, no. You put those wrong. two things into These are a mango. Wrong. He will so I had buy for- it immediately. No. I had forgot about Marcus and feet. No, this is never a thing. I will cut I mean, both Marcus, of you. Marcus and Quentin Tarantino could not have a stable <laughs> conversation. Uh, I hate both. <laughs> hey, wait, Marcus. This is why also this is why we're such good friends because only have one foot threatening you with instead of mm. two. Oh yeah. Is this why we're, we get along so well? That's how he scoped you exactly. out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got me. <laughs> Marcus is looking for footless friends out there. Yes. No feet required. And hey, also. One foot is too many. Bonus. If they got no feet, they're probably shorter than you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Might be on something. So I think what we, if you want to really take away some of this podcast, I think you should take away is that uh, manga should be hornier. Yeah, I agree. That's our core message here at the Millennials <laughs> Podcast. Make the tits bigger. Make the dick bulges uh, more prominent. Let's do this thing. Listen, man. That's... In these trying times, all we need is hanging <laughs> Listen, guys. As a person who reads some of these things, we don't need that. We have a lot of stuff. Don't listen, Marcus. He doesn't know what he wants. The delirium is getting to him, y'all. His, his brain is, is frying from isolation. All right, you're right. More manga. Go ahead. Bring it on. <laughs> He needs hornier manga. I don't, I don't think you understand how horny manga already is. We need stranger premises. We no, need no, we don't. Uh, more people involved in love quadrangles. More galaxies to review. <laughs> yes. The love dihecahedron. Di- That's right. I need to find the strangest alien to fuck. Slimes, they ain't doing it anymore. An alien whose penis is a fucking dodecahedron. Now we're talking... I want. I want an alien that has a mental penis. Oh. Yeah, it just fucks my. Oh, so you want Liara? Psyche. That, that's what you want, Liara. Okay. I don't know what that is, Marcus. <laughs> From fucking Mass Effect, <laughs> Liara. She didn't have a penis. She was a I girl. Know. She had a mind penis. Well, they weren't girls, were they? The Asari are sexless. Yeah. But they have vaginas yeah. and tits. So look who <laughs> sounds silly now. <laughs> Idiot. I contend that she had no mind penis. I need that real mind penis. You forgot all about the me. real mind penis. You forgot all about the Ardak Yakshi, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you? God. How could you? Talk about endings to games. <laughs> Where you choose to fuck the Ardak Yakshi, and it's like, aren't you sure about this? Because you will die. Like, no joke. You're <laughs> like, going to die. No, nah, baby, I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> you literally fucking die. It's like game over, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't worry. I got this. <laughs> My dick can survive. Don't worry, baby. Nope. I killed the reaper, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's like she's like it's not gonna save you, but all right, we can try it. Hey, here's my question, real quick. At what point during the Ardot Yakshi sex do you think you die? Is it like oh. immediately, or is it like finish? I feel it's like right before you climax. Yes, exactly. What I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking buzzkill. You had to bust the most righteous nut and your your cranium explodes or something. 
like a balloon filled with red meat, like red uh, paint. Oh god, yeah, that would really Man, suck. That's that's a great way to end the podcast. Actually. It is. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much sums up how we're feeling. Right now. Hey, you know what? Think about it this way: sex with the art of Yakshi is like breaking quarantine. Is it worth it? <laughs> Do, are you yeah. that into this blue lady? The answer is no. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Game over. <laughs> Um, anyways, that has been <laughs> the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at LennialSeth and on Letterboxd at Knazeras. K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. Uh, I'm Marcus. What wizard? You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> and Mr. Beaches. I also and do the art for this podcast. <laughs> Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before, especially in our movie reviews. He's his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they both talk about wrestling and they're from the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it under it. Uh, fuck uh, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. How about Dolan. James Dolan? And James Dolan. That's kind of you know, a two-hander. Oh, uh, wash your fucking hands. Shit. Okay. We've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Elenials Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.